After 15 years of handling the Trimentis House charters, Donia Trimentis knew that a deal which looked too good to be true probably was. The proposal currently on her desk stretched the boundaries of belief. He could at least try to make it look legitimate, she muttered. Did Matorian Dester think her an utter fool? He thinks you're desperate, and he's right. She burrowed her stocking toes under the great lump of a hound sleeping beneath her desk and pressed cold fingers to her brow. She'd removed her gloves to avoid ink stains and left the hearth in her study unlit to save the cost of fuel. Besides meatball, the only warmth was from the beeswax candles, an expense she couldn't scrimp on unless she wanted to lose what eyesight she had left. Adjusting her spectacles, she scanned the proposal again, scratching angry notes between the lines. She remembered a time when House Trimentis had been as powerful as the Indester family. They had held a seat in the Chinquarat, the five-person council that ruled Nadezhra, and charters that allowed them to conduct trade, contract mercenaries, control guilds. Every variety of wealth, power, and prestige in Nadezhra had been theirs. Now, despite Denaya's best efforts and her late husband's before her, it had come to this, scrabbling at one dusk road trade charter as though she could milk enough blood from that stone to pay off all the tremendous debts. Debts almost entirely owned by Matori and Dester. And you expect me to trust my caravan to guards you provide? She growled at the proposal, her pen nib digging in hard enough to tear the paper. Ha! Who's going to protect it from them? Will they even wait for bandits or just sack the wagons themselves? Leaving Denia with the loss, a pack of angry investors and debts she could no longer cover. Then Matori would swoop in like one of his thrice-damned hawks to swallow whole what remained of House Trimentis. Try as she might, though, she couldn't see another option. She couldn't send the caravan out unguarded. Virginian bandits were a legitimate concern. But the Indester family held the Kairulet seat in the Chinquarat, which gave Matori authority over military and mercenary affairs. Nobody would risk working with a house Indester had a grudge against, not when it would mean losing a charter or worse. Meatball's head rose with a sudden whine. A moment later, a knock came at the study door, followed by Denaya's majordomo. Colbrin knew better than to interrupt her when she was wrestling with business, which meant he had judged this interruption important. He bowed and handed her a card. Alta Renata Veraudux? Denaya asked, shoving Meatball's wet snout out of her lap when he sniffed at the card. She flipped it, as if the back would provide some clue to the visitor's purpose. Veraudax wasn't a local noble house. Some traveler to Nadezhra? A young woman, Era Trimentis, her majordomo said. Well-mannered, well-dressed, she said it concerned an important private matter. The card fluttered to the floor. Denia's duties as head of House Trimentis kept her from having much of a social life, but the same could not be said for her son, and lately Leato had been behaving more and more like his father. Ninot take him, if her son had racked up some gambling debt with a foreign visitor. Colbrin retrieved the card before the dog could eat it and handed it back to her. Should I tell her you are not at home? No, show her in. If her son's dive into the seedier side of Nadezhra had resulted in trouble, 
she would at least rectify his errors before stringing him up. Somehow, with money she didn't have, she could start by not conducting the meeting in a freezing study. Wait, she said before Colburn could leave. Show her to the salon and bring tea. Denia cleaned the ink from her pen and made a futile attempt to brush away the brindled dog hairs matting her surcoat. Giving that up as a lost cause, she tugged on her gloves and straightened the papers on her desk, collecting herself by collecting her surroundings. Looking down at her clothing, the faded blue surcoat over trousers and house scuffs, she weighed the value of changing over the cost of making a potential problem wait.